Welcome to episode 12 of New Jersey Living, the podcast. This is another solo solo episode. If you've seen my first solo episode, you know that's a bit of a meat sandwich. We're going to jump into some data. We're going to really take a hard look at some numbers. And I am in this episode going to make the case why multifamily should be your first consideration when you are looking to buy. All right, so we're going to dive into a few details, a few markets, and we'll see what you have to either either questions, comments, or outreaches to me at the end. Feel free to do so. We're going to go ahead and jump in now. Click like, subscribe, notification bell. If you're finding these episodes very help, helpful for you in your process of just learning about the New Jersey market or just New Jersey in general, uh, because we are looking to get the word out even more so. Uh, about this particular channel to make sure that those who are seeking information just about communities, real estate market, places to dine, things that are really rising in some of the communities that we may not hear about, this is the place to be. All right, so we're going to dive in now. Let's get started. Welcome to New Jersey Living, the podcast, where we explore all things New Jersey real estate. I'm your host, Corey Jones, a real estate agent with Coldwell Banker and team leader of the New Jersey Living Group. We're a team of experienced agents who specialize in residential sales in several counties ranging from Bergen County in northern New Jersey to Ocean County down the shore. On this podcast, we will talk to real estate experts, local business owners, community leaders, and town officials to get the inside scoop various towns in New Jersey. We'll discuss everything from the latest market trends to featured local attractions with dining, recreation, and entertainment. Whether you're a current resident, a prospective buyer, or just curious about New Jersey real estate, we have something for you. So sit back, relax, and join us for a conversation about all things New Jersey living. All right, so welcome again to the podcast. We are going to take a dive into the question of why should multifamily be the first consideration for a new uh, first-time buyer? I have many clients that are through the gate, day one, tell me, Corey, we're looking for multifamily. That's the direction we want to go. Um, I love to hear it because then I don't have to explain why, why multifamily should be a consideration. Uh, just a little backtrack on my home ownership uh, journey. When I moved to New Jersey, which was 1999, uh, from the state of Virginia, a lot of um, the conversation on multifamily properties did not even exist where I came from in Virginia. And I was a real estate agent there. So I started my real estate journey in 1996. So coming here to New Jersey was the first time that, you know, multifamily properties even became a thing to be on my radar. Uh, bought a single family home and still live in that single family home. But now that my daughter, my oldest, is in the process of about to become a homeowner, it's definitely going to be a multifamily property. And here is some of the details why. First and foremost, that property becomes a investment that's going to be long-term. It's going to be a part of your portfolio. And by part of, a part of your portfolio, I mean investment for a portfolio, not just uh, you know owning a home, but having something that is earning money, uh, is being paid down, but it's also increasing in value one year over to the next as well as the rents that are paid, increase over time. Now, is this something that's going to give you some kind of windfall of profit year one, year two, year three? No, it's not. Real estate is a steadily uh, slow-moving uh, increase in terms of investment, but it 
certainly continuously and consistently increases over time. And when it's time after maybe a few years in that property to start searching for another property, whether that be another multifamily or it be your single family option, you now have basically built up equity in that property that you can pull out to use for the purchase of the next one. All right, so we're going to take a look at some numbers, and these are going to be recent sales dating back to December 1st. I'm going to preview only three or four more, actually four markets. Four markets today is what I'm going to preview. I'm going to start in Bayonne. These markets, each and every one of them are really prime multifamily markets. And why are they prime? One, because of location. And location has, in northern and even central New Jersey, location has everything to do with proximity to New York City. All right. So all four of these markets, close proximity. Uh, the next piece is going to be mass transit. So ideally, there's either light rail or there are train stations uh, for the locations. And that's going to fit the bill for all of these as well. Um, schools is the other factor. So if you've watched my episodes on YouTube and if you have not, please do. Uh, I have a number of communities that I've featured in YouTube and we have even more coming up. Uh, that will give you an idea of what the big three is. And the big three are the two things I already mentioned, proximity to the city, having a local train station, and number three would be school ratings. So school ratings do vary a bit with the locations I'm going to talk about today. But big picture is there's solid rental demand in each of these locations that I'm going to feature. So we are going to start in Bayonne. So I'm going to flash up really quick now. A uh, list of two family homes that has sold in Bayonne, and we have a number totaling at 17 right now. Those who are watching on YouTube, so if you're just listening in audio, um, be sure to just check in on the YouTube channel. So you'll be able to see exactly what I'm referring to when I get into specifics here. Uh, but there were 17 sales, and those sales range from 402000 up to 785000 as you probably would already imagine, your lower price points are going to be properties that are smaller and your larger price points, properties that are larger. And also, there's a couple other factors that go into that. One, parking. So each of these locations and most multifamily locations, they are in densely populated areas. Densely populated areas create a premium for parking. Bayonne is no exception. If you live in Hudson County in general, you know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, so one thing that's going to impact price is going to be parking availability. The other uh, item that impacts price is the number of bedrooms, total bedrooms. So for a lot of first-time buyers, I tell them, for this first property, you definitely want to target four bedrooms because you're thinking about rent roll. If you're with a, uh, you're in a three-bedroom situation, then obviously one of those units is going to be a one-bedroom, the other is going to be a two. Uh, four bedroom does not always equate to two and two, but even if there's a one bedroom and a three bedroom, if you are a single individual, why not take that one bedroom and rent out the three bedroom? All right. Just for, again, thinking about the rent roll that you're going to be able to um, utilize to offset your mortgage amount. So I would say definitely target four bedrooms or more. The property I'm going to feature here uh, for Bayonne, I'm going to go ahead and pull that up. So first address, 72 Trask Ave, all right, 72 Trask, and we're going to just flash up a couple photos. Again, if you are audio, check this out on YouTube when you get a chance, but uh, 72 Trask, 
Location, first of all, let's talk about what part of Bayonne it's in. This is in the Bergen Point section of Bayonne. And the Bergen Point section of Bayonne is the southernmost section of Bayonne, southernmost area, uh, looking almost at Staten Island. All right. So um, uh, one of the little uh, kind of a fun fact is that that area is where War of the Worlds was shot uh, with Tom Cruise. I did that little clip on my YouTube feature in that location. All right. So this property right here wasn't too far uh, from where they actually filmed the very beginning of the movie anyway, it was filmed in Bayonne. So just looking at some of these photos and we're going to flash up a few of these, you can see that clearly this property has some upgrades, very well maintained floors are refinished. Kitchen has been done. Uh, bathroom relatively updated. So this Obviously, just with the aesthetics alone is going to be something that's going to be attractive to whoever comes in for a viewing. All right. So 72 Trask, the list price on it was $699 and it sold at $755 with eight days on market, one car garage. All right. One car attached garage. So this gives you an idea of what would go super fast on the market, something that looks like that or something, again, for those who are listening on the podcast, something that has really updated, refined finishes in a location that is a nice residential location, which is definitely the Bergen Point section of Bayonne and provides parking. So eight days on the market, it was gone. All right. Seven fifty five. I'm going to skip over now to the next list that we had for Bayonne. And that next list is the three to four family. The Hudson MLS separates them. It does not combine all the two families with the three and the fours. So we have a three and a four option here. We have four sales since December 1st, and they range from seven fifty dollars to 900000 Reason being is that three families are going to have more bedrooms. They're going to be larger properties general in general, more bedrooms, more bedrooms and more units equate to more of a rent roll as well. So going back to my beginning conversation about being a first-time buyer and thinking about multifamily, often the thought process is going to be, well, I may only qualify for four hundred or $450,000. Right? A lot of first-time buyers are single people or if it's a couple – they may be very early in their careers, all right? Maybe they're just married, or maybe they're just, uh, you know, starting off their journey together um, and, and, and whatever pursuits they have, and the financial resource is not there to target something seven, eight, nine hundred thousand. If you're single family, which most often, more often than not, lenders are going to provide a pre-approval for a single family home, because by default, most people are buying a single family, even if it's a condo. Um, you know, townhouse, whatever. If you spe specifically inform the lender that you are targeting a two-family home or a three-family home, they will give you a qualification based on that because the rent that you are able to um, basically um, be part of your income from month to month, that rent will offset the uh, mortgage to a certain amount. So that four fifty. Pre-approval could be a 600 for a two-family home, could be a 700 for a three-family. All right, so that's a very important thing to have a, a question or a conversation with uh, your lender when it comes to that point. So when we're looking at this and we see 750 and we see up to 900, I'm going to flash up a couple of these properties now. I'm going to start 
with uh, 83 West 30th. All right, so 83 West 30th. This particular property, as you, uh, if you may not have noticed, uh, it was listed at 949, but it sold at 850. It was on the market for a month, 32 days. All right, so this property was um, priced probably a bit aggressively, based on what I can see. All right, but looking at some of the photos right here, as I pull them up and we flash some of them up here on screen. This particular property has in the backyard, if I'm counting correctly, I see three bays in the backyard uh, for a three-car garage. Let me see if they listed it that way online, which this one, uh, my, ch my uh, initial chart did not show. So I'm going to pull up the MLS report, and it shows four parking... Did they specify a three-car garage? And yeah, they did. Three-car detached. So that's what I see in the photo. That's exactly what they advertise. So as you float through some of these, you see some of these pictures that are flashing up. There's going to feature the garage. Any listing in Hudson County, if it has a garage, more likely than not, they're going to feature it in the photos. Uh, the interior shows that it is well-maintained but not upgraded. All right, so the kitchen is something that's not super new, super uh, contemporary by any means. Uh, it goes room to room. Some of them are furnished. Some of them are not. Basically, this has all appearances of being a well-maintained, but not necessarily recently upgraded home. So we can see a price drop from that $949, which they targeted, landing uh, at a sale price of, and I want to go back to that sale price, $850. All right. So that's a uh, that's a pretty hefty, you know, uh, uh, negotiation, I would say, right? So uh, 100K, right? So 99 to be exact is where it went, but you obviously had some motivation to sell. You probably had a really solid offer on the table, which here shows it was a cash offer that makes a difference, right? All right, so that's one of our three families that we can uh, see that went, and the other is 48 East 29th Street. Now, there's relevance to East and West when it comes to Bayonne. If uh, you have ever driven through Bayonne or if you have lived there or if you know anyone in Bayonne, you know the layout of Bayonne pretty much is such that the light rail system runs along the east side of the residential area, that is. All right. So the east side is where um, you have really, really convenient access to each light rail station. So the East 29th, it carries a little bit of a premium being on the East side. Um, any train station in Bayonne, no matter where you are, is probably only is still maybe a 15 or 20 minute walk, which if you're in New York City, that's not a big deal here in Jersey. We may think a little differently, but generally in uh, more tightly condensed areas or, or densely populated areas, um, you know, you can expect to walk 20, 30 minutes somewhere easily. Um, but yeah, this is uh, one factor. And then the other factors, we take a look at the photos here for 48 uh, East 29th. This is something that is more um, recently upgraded and renovated. All right. So when you see these spaces flashing in front of you, uh, definitely there's been uh, the kitchens are not super new. But when we're looking at the flooring, um, we're looking at the walls, we're looking at the general uh, aesthetic that's inside. Um, 
It's, it's nothing I would describe as a gut renovated and fully contemporary property, but um, we're talking about something very much upgraded and we're talking about a four family, all right? Four units. So one unit is seemed like the first level was a one bedroom, the other three, all two bedrooms, and there is a garage uh, on the first level, all right? So that's all something to consider uh, when we're talking about, you know, those uh, pricing options and where they are listed, where they land. This one was listed at $899, sold in five days at $900, all right? So from there, let's get into a couple of the markets, and we're going to kind of breeze through these a little bit. I'm not going to spend as much time in depth on these because uh, I want to stay within a certain time parameter uh, for what we're doing, but just want to reinforce the point of how accessible uh, a multifamily property is and that it's not out of range by any means for those who think from a budgetary standpoint, uh, Corey, that might be a little bit beyond my means. So let me get to, if I can find my given tab right here. All right, so we're going to start with Bayonne. So with Bayonne, flash up the sale since December 1st, stay on staying with the same time frame. There were four sales in Bayonne, and these do not, uh, this list doesn't designate two family between three and four. This is just all multifamilies here. Uh, and we can see that the price ranges were from sale prices, that is, from 610 up to 795, right? So that, those were the price points that we were looking at for uh, Bayonne and, I'm sorry, Bloomfield. And I'm going to pull up just a couple of properties from each list so we can take a really quick reference of each one. So in Bayonne, we're going to take a look at the 12 Elmwood, 12 Elmwood Ave in Bayonne. And we're going to flash up some quick photos here. And I'm going to go through these. And again, if you're listening, just kind of listen into my description. This was very much a property that had been upgraded. Um, and I'm looking at when I mentioned upgrades, I'm looking specifically on the condition of the floors. And I'm looking at the condition of the kitchens. I'm looking at the condition of the bathrooms. Right. So this gives us an idea of what type of recent upgrades took place on that property. So it was listed at... Uh, six ninety five, uh, and this one sold. How many days on market was this? Has forty two days on market. Sold at seven fifty and change. All right, so basically a fifty five thousand dollar markup after one month on market. Uh, this particular property, location wise, um, on Elmwood Ave, location factors in significantly when you're talking uh, about. Where in town is it? How close it, is it to some type of train station? Now, this is not far from, Gro well, actually right off of Grove Street, which is not far from a light rail station uh, in Bloomfield. So that carries a certain weight when we're talking about um, demand in terms of how much uh, traffic comes in right away. All right. So it has 28 days on market, 42 admin days. What that means basically is that it went under contract um, at probably that 42-day mark. So 28 days was out there, accepted an offer, was under contract within about 10, 12 days following that. All right, so did not last on market very long. So from, uh, from we're going to stay in Essex County, but I'm going to skip over from Bloomfield 
and I'm going to go over to East Orange and we're going to notice East Orange certainly has a much larger inventory uh, that has sold over the past 12 months. So there are 12 properties when we're looking at East Orange market and the East Orange market ranges 275 on one end. And although you see a 2 million at the number 12 at the very bottom, I'm really not including that because you can see there's 13 bedrooms there. That's more of an apartment building uh, than a, a true multifamily. Is multifamily technically? Yes, but that's a commercial level property. So we're really going to focus on the 275 up to 790. All right. So with East Orange, as you can see on this chart, bedrooms, they do factor into a degree, but you have to really dive into each property in East Orange because many uh, times this is a property that may be distressed, that is really being put up on the market as an investment opportunity for someone who is uh, a flipper or someone who is a investor that does uh, these purchases, upgrades, and then basically holds a property. It becomes a hold, something that they rent out uh, long term. So for uh, the East Orange uh, list. I'm going to pull up a property and that property address. This one is 191 North Park Street. All right. This is one of the uh, one of it was Coldwell Banker, actually, uh, one of our listings. So list price was at 525, sold at 580. And when we take a look at the interior photos here, we can again, we can see that there has been some type of upgrade done. We can see flooring, can see walls. We see a three if not four car garage in the backyard parking again comes at a premium. So there's parking in terms of off street as well as garage parking uh, goes a long way. So you'll see in the photos. Sorry, again, if you're audio, you can always tune in um, if you want to uh, get some of these visuals. But this pro uh, provided this property has a driving lane to the garage in the back. And in addition to that, about five parking spaces off street. All right. So this is something that no doubt would garner attention immediately because of the option of parking. That parking is extremely valuable. So this one had, uh, let's see, a total of eight rooms and I'm sorry, four bedrooms, four bedrooms, eight rooms total, but four bedrooms, three baths was on the market for some time. So this was about three months on a little over three months on market for this particular property. All right. And so from East Orange, we are going to skip over to our final market that we're going to analyze here from multifamily, going over to Passaic County, where we have Clifton. Clifton has 14 properties in total that have sold since December 1st, ranging in price from 425 to 850. And let me get that particular property that we're going to focus on. That one is 174 West 3rd Street in Clifton. So this was a four-bedroom. Each unit was two bedrooms, one bath. And listed at $599, sold at $690, 21 days on market. And when you see the photos, see the photos, it explains the story, both exterior and interior were very, very well maintained. And you can see, obviously, there have been upgrades done to the property over time. The bathroom looks more of an original. Kitchen has some upgrades, but extremely well maintained. Uh, this is the type of property that will draw a lot of attention because it's truly turnkey. 
And by turnkey, I mean you're moving ready. You're not having to do anything. Even in the basement, there's finished space down there, right? So this um, gives you an idea. Again, if you're just doing shopping and you're trying to figure out what market uh, performs how in terms of if I'm diving into Bloomfield or Clifton, am I going to have to be above ask? Take a close look as I flash some of these markets up. And I'm going to flash it one more time just because as a talking point, being that I'm referencing it, I'm going to flash up the Clifton market one more time, all 14. You can see on that list, beside the sale price, there is a percentage. And of the 14, only one property went below asking price, and that's the one number 13, which is uh, 22 Mountainside Terrace. Uh, that went at 99% of the list price. So it was listed at $799, sold at $795. Everything else was either at or above the list price. So even though some of these properties may not have the most beautiful aesthetic, the bottom line is these properties are looked at as a long-term investment and a resource, financial resource, because that is exactly what a multifamily home is for you, even when you move on from it. It becomes like a bank account. It continues to gain equity. It continues to gain value year after year after year. And the reality of it all, which is the sweet spot of it, is you're not the one paying down that mortgage. Someone else is. Someone else is paying that mortgage down over time. You'll have the mortgage paid down and a bit of a proceed left over, all right, uh, coming into your pocket. If you are first-time buyer, more often than not, you're only bringing so much to the table with a down payment. So with a multifamily home, now you can put down as little as 5%, all right? So in those circumstances, no, you're not going to be making a profit after a 5% down and you're living in one unit, renting out the other. Um, but if you're a 25% investor, you're paying that down. Absolutely. You're going to expect to, at the very least, break even. But more likely than not, you're making some kind of profit month to month off of the rent roll. But big picture is, even if you're that 5% down buyer, pay that 5% down, hold that property 5, 10, 15 years as time moves on, that equity builds, that investment is increasing in value. And you can pull cash out of that when it is time for you to make a decision on buying that next property, whether it be a multi or you're ready for your dream home at that point. So I'm hoping that at the end of it all, you can see the value of really, at the very least, considering multifamily. Uh, by all means, reach out, drop some comments in here if you have questions, if you have experiences, uh, if you just uh, want to share a few insights that you've experienced in your journey or family members, what have you. Keep in mind, this is a community kind of page that we run uh, in terms of uh, comments on the ep every episode for that matter. So feel free to reach out if you are looking for property or looking for um, some options even if it's on the rental side, my team is here to help. And of course, if you're looking to sell, if you need um, to have an idea of what the value is of your property, and maybe you're not going to sell right now. Maybe you're thinking about a year from now, five years from now, no matter where you are, uh, know the value of your home, especially if it's a multifamily home. All right, because you want to have a good estimate on what type of equity you have in that property. So feel free to reach out. All my contact information uh, can be referenced right here. Uh, on the channel. And I want to thank everybody for joining us. So in the meantime, until next week, stay safe and stay tuned to New Jersey, New Jersey Living, the podcast.